Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all the dirt all sparkly, spanking clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. Music, wine. A glory hole is like a, a like dick theater of a magic your pants. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. Uh, we're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, everyone. This is Mrs. Atom. And this is Mr. Atom. And, uh, yeah, you're joining us for another week here at By the By, and we have a special guest today. Are you going to introduce him? Do I have to? Yes. God damn it. It's Lolo Lady! Yay! Hi! Everyone loves Lolo Lady. Well, not everyone. Aw, wow. Harsh. Harsh. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you deserve that cough after that. I have the plague. (laughs) Yes, and it's spreading it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Lolo is here um, talking at us, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I have no idea what we're talking about. I thought we would just start with the catch-up, because it's been ages since we've talked to Lolo Lady. Yeah. I talk to Lolo Lady all the time. Well, the rest of the world doesn't. Sorry, microphone people. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So we haven't really talked to you since last year, when we went to Passion in Paradise. Yes. Yeah. And you and Ginger Tramp were there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It was kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I wanted to ask, because it was the first time that you've been to any kind of resort, kind of takeover lifestyle event, isn't it? Yeah, it was. Was Passion the first? Mm-hmm. Okay. So how how nervous were you leading up to it, and or were you at all? And then how comfortable was it to kind of get into, quote-unquote, the swing of things? No oh, pun intended. Oh, God. That's awesome. I didn't mean that, but I don't know how yeah. else to say it. <laughs> Um, leading up to it, I was nervous but super excited. And then we got there, and I, my anxiety level peaked right up, really mm-hmm. high. But everyone was really welcoming and nice. Um, and I kind of slowly stepped into things. So the first two days, I was kind of getting the lay of the land, and also winding down from work. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I tended to sit at the fringes of everybody, just watch everybody, see who was doing what and who was into who, because that was half the fun. Um, and also watch the ginger tramp get in amongst it, because that was actually quite fun. He'd come home with stories, and that was all I needed for the first couple of days. Um, and then then the afternoon orgy sessions kind of erupted while I was having a nap one afternoon. <laughs> and I think that too, I think, what, 10 people naked on the the little... Um, outdoor area, area yeah, yeah, to you guys' room, and I've gone, well, that evolved quickly. Well, we tried to wake you up, but you were like, no, go away. <laughs> I think it was probably more like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I am napping. And yeah, from there, everything was just a lot easier. <laughs> so you said at the beginning, going back a bit, that you were not excited leading up to it. Why? Why was that? 
Um, I think it's mainly because I don't do well with a whole bunch of new people okay. all at once. I find it quite overwhelming. Yeah. I'm more of a one-on-one or one-on-two kind of person. Or two-on-one or three-on-one, <laughs> if as long as you're the one. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, being a person that kind of watches rather than involves myself a lot of the mm-hmm. time. Well, you seemed to fit in quite well early on, so that was good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It didn't. It didn't show that you were <laughs> being maybe nervous or not excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. So, how long did it take you to get naked once you were there? Because it is a clothing optional resort, and I uh, think we all ended up naked at some point, probably. Yeah. Um, well, yes. There's pictures. It? Well, I'm not sure about everybody at the resort, oh, okay. but I would yeah. say most people yeah, probably yeah. did. Half naked, probably two days. Fully naked. Two and a half days. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's was, amazing. But, like, like we were wearing the sarongs and they just came off and it felt so right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I just got that one. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Little slow today. <laughs> but I, what I will say is though, when when I went back, well, when we flew back to Brisbane, I was like, oh, I'm wearing too many clothes. Yeah. This is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember when we got home, it was like, we got home and it's like, I don't like this. So I think we both end up just getting naked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. within 30 seconds of walking yeah. in the door, the clothes start coming like, off. Ah, we're yeah. back to where we're supposed to be. This is our natural state. This is yeah. me now. Well, we yeah. became a naked house after that. Um, GT even tried to go out to our letterbox, which is outside of our property, half, well, not even half nude, um, with his junk hanging out. And I'm like, no, you can't do that. We have kids across the road and kids <laughs> next door. He's like... They won't see me. I'm like, do you remember our neighbor who got caught in his red Speedos putting out the garbage bins? He's like, oh, yeah. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I love that you turned into a, a nude household. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, us too. Yeah. Uh, so, of course, after I think day <laughs> one or two, uh, Ginger Trap and I discussed it. And we're like, yeah, we're coming back next year. And we immediately booked uh, for next year. And you... Are you now excited for it, now knowing what you're getting yourself into? No. <laughs> I'll be more excited closer to. Got to get there first. Let's see. We're in July, August, September, October. Four months. I know. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. I think I'll get more excited when I, I start really looking for costumes because at the moment it's just like, uh, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. And then yeah. like two weeks before I'll be like, oh, Holy fuck. shit. <laughs> <laughs> we have nothing to wear. Oh, actually, isn't that the point? That's sort yeah. of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have nothing to wear to the costume part. Just tell people it's invisible. Yeah. It's, it's all invisible. <laughs> it's there. That's great. So as somebody who likes to watch and just kind of see what happens and and watch people, um, did you, you seem to fit in quite well. And Mm -hmm. you were kind of, you were always with different groups and different people and and chatty and talky and, you know, you weren't necessarily like a wallflower the entire time. Mm -hmm. But did you find it, when you were talking to people and integrating into groups, did you find it easy to kind of mix it up and talk to different people or did you always seek out same kinds of people? Because sometimes things like resorts like this can be a bit clicky. Yeah. And I don't feel like, at least my interactions at Passion, didn't feel that clicky. It felt like there was good mixing of groups. I would agree. Um, yeah. There were, like I talked to, I think, everybody there at one point, And I quickly sort of worked out who I fit in with and who I really wouldn't. Mm. And the ones that I knew I, I just didn't have anything in common with and didn't didn't necessarily not like them. I just knew that we wouldn't. Like, they wouldn't be friends outside of yeah. the resort. Right. And 
that's fine, but I was looking for people that were similar mm-hmm. or similar, not even similar backgrounds, but definitely similar personality traits that I have with existing friends. So it could definitely move from the resort to everyday life. The air quotes, real world. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, And you're not going to click with everybody. That's no. not realistic to think that you will. Exactly. So. Yeah. yeah. So like highlights that you, that you think back on, you're like, oh man, that was awesome. Still the fucking cornflakes and the curlew. <laughs> the fucking cornflakes. Oh, the fucking cornflakes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the curlew that wanted to watch. Oh, the curlew that wanted to be involved. It got really shitty when we were leaving. So. <laughs> Bye, guys. I love you. Come bring me my cornflakes. Don't I, make it happen. I want cornflakes. Yeah. I quite expect that that curlew will be very shitty when it get, we get there without cornflakes this time. I really hope he's there again. Yeah, yeah, me too. We'll have to pick up some cornflakes on the way for him. Well, we got cornflakes from the breakfast thing, didn't we? That's true, we did, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, you know, they'll have cornflakes. It's, sure. it's not BYOCF. Bring it on cornflakes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you are slow I told today. you, my brain is not working. <laughs> like, come on. I need more sleep or alcohol, one or the other. Yeah, all we have is water. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I can drink icicle if you really wanted to. No. No. Yeah. Tastes no. a bit. We're not going to do that. No, no. <laughs> no. Negative. <laughs> I've got some cough syrup over there. It's probably got some alcohol in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to switch topics a little bit. Oh, all right. Because, you know, passion. We're all excited. Yeah, I'm looking for well, passion. Well, two of us are well, excited. Well, two of us are excited. <laughs> One of them's not quite yet. That's okay. She'll get there. Yeah. It'll be fine. Uh, so you and Ginger Tramp do travel a bit. Yes. And often separately. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So how do you stay connected to each other? How do you keep that connection going when you're spending a lot of time apart? Because sometimes that can be hard. You know, I mean, obviously, like, when Bradford and I are traveling, we do a lot of texting. We do a lot of kick messages both with each other and with groups of friends. Um, sometimes we do the naked FaceTime thing. But, like, how, how do you guys stay connected? Is that a challenge or is that pretty easy? So when it's me traveling and it, the time zones aren't too bad, it's, it's text messaging, phone calls, sometimes, um, uh, what is it, FaceTime. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we're both in really different time zones, it makes it really hard. So you'll get a text message at 2 o'clock in the morning. And I don't know about you guys. <laughs> if it's 2 o'clock in the morning, I don't care who you are. You could be the goddamn pope asking me to give you something, and I still wouldn't. I'm um, usually sleeping through those text messages. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. The do not disturb is on for a reason. Um, so that makes it really hard. Um, and then when they're, they're really extended trips, that mm. gets really tough. I mean... The last trip was really hard for me because I was away at the same time. GT was away and every time we tried to call each other or FaceTime, either one of us was busy with work or was asleep or was traveling on a plane or something like that. So that was tricky. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty bad. That sounds annoying. Um, And then when he got back, he had to leave again. But in between him leaving him, um, him coming back and him leaving again, I had to go for a week so we pretty much have not spent any time with us each other for it'll be coming up five weeks now and he's gone again oh jeez yeah yeah that's tough and you're not looking forward to passion (laughs) 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 at least you'll both be in the same country I am but I'm I'm also like I don't want to share him for a while (laughs) oh fair enough yeah I can understand that yeah so and he'll be away for I think I think it's three weeks before Mm -hmm. passions again this time so I think that's why I was not so 
not so social the first two days as well is um, he'd only just come back into the country and he was unwell for the first two days with plane flu um, or man flu, whatever. And then, Man flu is a thing. I have it. Yeah. <laughs> you have the plague. That's the tr- not man flu. The, the struggle is real. The struggle is real. And I think that's what's, what made me a little bit more reticent because I just wanted to spend some time with him, mm. to be all, completely honest. And I think it's going to be very similar this time. But we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So when you guys are traveling separately, because you do, uh, do you consider yourselves polyamorous or just open? Do you have a label? Just uh, yes, no, all of the above. <laughs> yeah. Why can't we be all? Yeah. Why, why can't we have both? <laughs> do you do you talk about like your experiences with others when you're separate, or is that kind of a this is my time and my thing, and I'm going to keep it for myself? Oh no, we talk about stuff all the time. So um, part of us functioning and being whatever it is we are we each have i call them significant others because they're more than just uh, a one-off or more than just a now and then Mm -hmm. Um, so we talk about our experiences with them Um, we also have to be mindful particularly with the travel that we don't exclude them from our little bubble Mm. um, because it's not just my time i'm or his time i'm monopolizing it's her time with him or my time with somebody else so we have to be pretty mindful of that um so we have to actually schedule in time for our significant others upon return and whether or not that clashes or um kind of cuts off our time a little bit or not depends on how long each of us have been away or Mm -hmm. or what's going on with the significant significant other's life as well because you can't just cut everything off so did that answer the question (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yes. You can take what, it in whatever direction you want. I kind of forgot what the question was. I love it. I got a I tangent. It. That's, like, that's so Lolo. It's like I start talking and I don't even listen to where I'm going. <laughs> I think it's more fun that way. Yeah. That's okay. That's great. Just see, see where it ends up. Yeah. Sure. 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 Yeah. 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 So how many how many secondary partners do you guys have? Um. And you have tertiary and. Quaternary. Quaternary. Quaternary and quincenero. Quince, have you had a quincenera? Quintenary? I don't, I don't know. know. Quaternary? <laughs> um, Jinx. Yeah. Whatever. Um, so I just classify GT as my husband. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Man, boy, child. Everyone else is a significant other. Because <laughs> oh, okay. I don't like the idea of secondaries, tertiaries, all that kind of stuff. It, it creates some sort of hierarchical, I don't know, list of people and I don't think people are a list they're more than that and treating them like like such is kind of not really cool yeah so um so I have two significant others and Ginger has one cool so yeah yay yay it's a race and you're winning no I'm kidding it's not a race (laughs) everyone wins just because they don't give me that look (laughs) (laughs) How about this look? No. This look? Uh, no, that you're you're like a cockeyed pirate or something. Yar. <laughs> no, no. You know. People you at know, home can't see this, so it's not no. fair. That's probably true. a good it's thing not you fair can't. <laughs> Do you know what the pirate's favorite letter is? R. Well, some think it's R, but his heart belonged to the sea. Oh God. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh. I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, yeah. There's no apology that can come for that. Back to Lolo Lady. Mm-hmm. So have you had any 
uh, dis- experiences that are with significant others that are um, disappointments or, or breakups or how do you, I guess, how do you handle those if you do have those? All of the above on different levels. So some significant others didn't last very long um, and they were quick, they were sharp. It hurt for like a little while. I think it's just like any any sort of relationship or friendship that breaks down. You have to deal with it how you deal with it. And for me, that's lock myself in a little room and let my feelings explode before I help or share them with anybody else because I need to understand them first. Am I angry? Am I sad? Am I just fucking pissed off? Um, and I also have to look at how my actions actually helped the breakdown or their actions or both of us together what I didn't like about that relationship and why it ended, um, what I did like about it, because if you don't learn anything from it, what's the point? That's fair enough. Yeah. 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 So how does that work then uh, with you and Ginger Tramp when one of you does have like a, a breakup or you know some kind of major disappointment from one of your significant others? Do you, do you work through it together or is it more of just, I'm going to be here when you're ready or how it's does that more, work? I'm going to be here when you're ready. Yeah. Tell me for me, it's like I say to GT, you tell me which stage we're at and I'll be the person you need me to be at that stage. Like, are we still upset with them? Are we sad <laughs> or are we wishing them dead right now? Cause this wishing them dead sometimes helps for about a week. And then we move into something else, which is more like, Oh, God, I don't want to talk to them. I don't want to hear them. their name, blah, blah, blah. So it just depends on, and because I'm a little bit more masculine in my approach to feelings, um, I need someone to tell me whether you need the girl response or the boy response. I'm the so, same way, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I do the exact same thing. I'm like, okay, do you want the boy response or the girl response? Yeah. Yeah. Do, you want, do you want sympathy or do you want more, solution? Yeah, a more yeah, male exactly. response or a more female response. Yeah. yeah. And on the other, when the shoe's on the other foot, I'm just like, ah! GT, and then I get angry. So, but usually not at the Lolo person. Smash. Who, yeah, exactly. I'm not angry at the person who's done whatever. I'm not angry at the situation. I'm angry at me for being upset about it. So, yeah. And then that passes. And just like yeah. everything, the longer you're with somebody and the more involved you are, the longer it takes to get over that right. that feeling and that hurt and whatever else. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Yeah, it does. That's a very smart way to approach it, and just like you know, which phase are you in, and what what do you what, what do, do you, you need, need me to be at this point? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's really smart. We all imagine that you have people lined up at your door, like banging on the door, just like lined up, ready. Yeah. Um, how many? <laughs> like, how many people do you think you could actually juggle? Oh, I don't think I can juggle any. Sometimes it's really hard. <laughs> so, <laughs> I have weeks where I say to everybody, including GT, I can't deal with any of you right now. You just just fuck off, all of you, leave me alone. Because I think that's important. I need to like deal with myself sometimes. This is low, low time. Exactly. Yeah. And with every relationship, there's peaks and troughs. So you could be in a downward trough with one relationship and an upward one. Sometimes you're upwards with all of them. Oh, my God, when, you, when they're like that, you need some stamina. Seriously, a lot of time. <laughs> Make sure those happen when you're actually in the country is a very good thing to do. Um, but, yeah. It's like anything. You've got to roll with it most of the time. If someone's if something's not quite not quite there, just see how it goes. Mm. Mm. Otherwise you're gonna make yourself crazy. Er. Hey. Say, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so in the in this polyamory slash swinging slash whatever, uh, did you 
I guess first question would be, how did you determine that you wanted to go into polyamory rather than just the casual swinging? Um, so when we first started out, we were seeing people separately. So we didn't really have anywhere to go with that. And when we um, started to think, well, maybe what if we could do some stuff together a little bit more? And that actually accentuated the relationship and stuff like that. So really there was no definition of what we were and it was constantly changing in the beginning anyway. So most people start out swinging and then move into something a little bit more permanent or a little bit more discerning or just stay swinging constantly, not the other way around, which is weird, but <laughs> Normal is average. Yeah, well, for us too, that, that is our normal because yeah. that's where we started and that's probably where we'll end up. Um, at the moment, swinging is something fun that we do together and not with anybody else. Um, but it may change in other relationships as time progresses. Um, right at the very beginning, I was, I will never be polyamorous, blah, blah, blah. I, I we're just days. in an open relationship. That'll yeah, do. Yeah. But what you don't realize when you start out is feelings develop regardless of who you are, what you do, and what you're dead set against. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And when you find somebody that you really do click with and you're good friends, exactly. then yeah, once you become friends as opposed to just play partners, then that kind of, I think it just naturally evolves into something. Exactly. And the, the way I probably would classify it is, are you friends? How much would it hurt if this person left your life? Not necessarily for the sexual side of things, but definitely for the relationship side of mm-hmm. things. Right, yeah. What, what sort of hole would they leave in your life when mm-hmm. they depart? Well. So... Yeah. And what sort of hole do they fill in your life when they enter the room? The, the lady, lady the hole. The lady hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew you were setting yourself up. I was just wondering where it was going to go. You didn't disappoint. Well done. I'm proud of you. <laughs> so did you have like, uh, did you have a Yoda couple or a Yoda person who showed you the way of, of the Schwartz? Um, basically, you guys were... Oh, innocence. <laughs> Wait, innocence or innocence? <laughs> Possibly both. <laughs> I feel slightly corrupted by you guys. Yay! Um, no, Jumped you guys. Done. <laughs> you guys were the people that made the two of us start talking about it more, and definitely more seriously than the just the passing joking comments. Mm. Just like, what if we did this? What if we did that? Became. Well, how would how would we do this? How would we do that? What what would it look like? Mm. So, yeah. Um, I think our first relationships, though, definitely taught us what we what we didn't want. Yeah, so. and that's just as important as knowing what you do want. Exactly. Make all the mistakes you can to start with, <laughs> which sounds terrible, but look, you're going to make mistakes. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's and, going to happen. And some of them will be epic, oh, epic yeah. mistakes, <laughs> but. If you learn from them, great. If you don't, well, you've got to go back to school because you're going to be in a world of hurt later. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, so we, we've got somebody who's actually texting in questions, which is great because I've got a whole list of questions now. <laughs> uh, I told this person that, you know, we're talking to Lola Lady and, like, the, the questions are just now overflowing. It's wonderful. Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> so uh, this one says, how do you go about learning how to pleasure somebody of the same sex 
if you've had no experience but don't want to expose the person to your inexperienced technique? Oh, shit. <laughs> I know. That's a great question, though. And I, I get it. Uh, and I, I get that fear that, you know, I've never been with a person of the same sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't want them to be like, you're so inexperienced. And I know how I would answer it, but I'm kind of curious to hear your, your take on it. So this is a tricky one because when I came back into seeing other people from being in a monogamous relationship, I had a girlfriend back in university, so I kind of was a bit of a cheat. Um, but I'm guessing... Yeah, but that girlfriend was the first. How did you... I mean, was she your first as well? Yes, yeah, so oh, we okay. made so a you... lot of messy mistakes. And, <laughs> but nobody cared because we, we had no idea what we were doing. Um, but I'd say definitely speak to your partner. Don't be shy to tell them it's your first time and ask them what they like. Think about what you like. See if it works for them. And if it does, fantastic. If it doesn't, ask them. Because they're going to make noises to say whether they're liking something or not if they're not not lying. Um, So that would probably be the the dodgiest answer I've given. But but still an honest answer. Uh, No, I would agree with that. I I mean, be honest and say, look, um, (laughs) tell me what's good and what's bad. Let's have a conversation about it while I'm doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And even if, whether it's an actual conversation or whether it is paying attention to noises, breath, <laughs> movements, that kind of thing. Yeah. And whether yeah. or not your head's being crushed by their thighs. Yeah. Wow. That could be good though, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that usually means it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Like, I always, I call it the earmuff test. <laughs> if I feel like I'm wearing earmuffs, that's uh-huh. probably a good thing. It's like, yeah. This yeah. is great. Yeah. yeah awesome. <laughs> What's the next question? Okay. The next question. This is great. These questions are just, yeah. Um. In a heterosexual partner swap situation, how do you go about making the person of the same gender from the other couple feel safe and comfortable with being with their apartment, with you being with their partner? So in a, in a full swap situation, mm-hmm. how do you make the, how would you make the other woman feel comfortable about you being with her fella? So we don't swap usually with anybody on the first meet sometimes not even on the second meet we get to know them we get to talk to them we message we actually develop some sort of a not necessarily a full connection but definitely a a relationship or a friendship with them first so at at the first meet or the second meet or whatever it is when we're going to play um we kind of know a bit about each other and we're a little bit more comfortable than you would be with say a, a perfect stranger um so particularly when I'm meeting someone for the first time, I will talk to them. I don't try anything. I don't do anything like that. I want to get to know them, get them to know me because that's in essence where a bit of trust is exchanged between the two of us because we're looking at swapping usually our primary partners. Um, that that takes a lot of trust. Um, so talking, touching, all that sort of thing. If they're not bisexual, I try to keep my hands to myself very, very firmly. It's um, difficult, isn't it? Sometimes it really is. I know, is. yeah. Um, Especially when they're ex- really attractive and you're like, I just want to... I just want to... I just want to caress yes. and touch. And, and lick. And, yeah. But also when I'm... Nom, um, nom, nom, nom. <laughs> when we're swapping and I'm um, like reaching out for GT, um, I'll also grab a hand and say are you okay all this just checking in they're not the partner i'm with but they're they're a part of the four foursome or sixth or whatever 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Might be that are in a, a situation together. Yeah. yeah. And I'm using my hands like an Italian right now. You are. It's like, <laughs> Mamma mia, bambino. <laughs> yeah, I think it's good to, when you are in a, a full swap situation, uh, again, use your words to. To communicate, you know, that things are okay, make sure everybody's comfortable, and even asking, is it okay to, if I was with the male partner, to say, is it okay if I do this, and, you know, potentially look at the female, and just kind of include them in some of those decisions, Um, and admittedly, if even if they're not bisexual, I'll still touch the female mm-hmm. just to pull them in and keep them a bit more included. But I'll ask them, you know, is it okay if I touch you and just like a light caress down the back? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, may I stroke your ass or whatever, depending <laughs> on what position they're in. So it's not like, I don't want them to feel like I'm attacking them. Yeah. But I want them just to, just that light touch just to say, hey, you're included, included. and part of this as well. A bit like a passive touch. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very passive touch. I also find that eye contact with them mm-hmm. as well. But I do that with everybody in the situation just because I'm like is everyone okay yep great yeah. fantastic let's keep yeah. going and a, and a cheeky little smile just to, yeah you know yeah or an eyebrow raise or a wiggle because uh-huh. usually it's a joke between the two um I find between between the two females that's that can be read across a room as opposed to a joke between two males or with with my partner mm-hmm. um because I know with a couple of partners I'll make a funny face with them they'll make a funny one back and we'll get down to it so <laughs> what? Oh, did I break you? That's just seriously. <laughs> I'll make a face, they can make a face. I'm just imagining these faces. It's like, ooh. It's a bit like this one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Alright. And you just get down to it. Like, mm-hmm. Alright, well. I'm gonna do this like it's my job. Well, well it is your job at that yeah. moment. Exactly. And yeah. sometimes you need to take a bit of a breath and and like soften your jaw a little bit. Wow. <laughs> Just pop up and go, you guys okay? Yep, great. Everybody all right? All right, now back to it. Uh-huh. Okay, so like let's uh, do a few like rapid fire questions. Oh, gosh. God. Okay. Yeah. So um, you have to pick only one for the rest of your life, male or females? Female. Oh, okay. Uh, favorite part of a female? Boobs. Favorite part of a male? Dick. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> favorite sex position with a male? Oh, it's a weird one. It's like... (laughs) No, put your leg down. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. She is limber, folks. I don't know what the position is called, but it's in doggy, but my chest is on the bed. He's standing on on the floor Uh with my, my tummy... Propped up a little bit on a pillow. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. a laying down doggy. I don't yeah. know what that's called either. I, I always call it the porn star doggy. I don't care what it's called. Yeah. It's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Favorite position of the female? Um, is me going down on them. Not 69. You're like just focusing no, on... No, like, I want to focus. Yeah. yeah. Focus. Okay. All right. Because uh, I get distracted otherwise and I'm like, eh, stop. L- long hair or short hair? 
Um, on whom? Yes, on male. Short. Female. Short. Well, then why did you say on whom if it's the same for both? Really good point there. (laughs) (laughs) I had to think about it. This is great. Besides, don't the microphone people need to know the difference? Fair. Um, Favorite first date? Um, ooh. Was definitely with GT. Alright. Yeah, what did you do? We went to Spider Man and he yelled halfway through the first, it's the very first movie when they say who will save us, he yelled Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was my forever there. <laughs> oh my god, that's fucking genius. Who will save us? Batman! <laughs> yep. Nobody else in the cinema thought it was funny except me. Oh my god, that is fantastic. Okay, fantastic. Oh my god. Um, so, one thing that someone can either do or say or something essence about them that will immediately turn you on. If they tell me they're going to do something, they do it. So follow through it. Yes. Yeah. Wow. What if it's like a circular thing where they're like, I'm going to make you orgasm. Hurry up and do it. Wow. <laughs> Damn, girl. Wow. No edging for her. <laughs> I ha- I have a love-hate relationship with edging. Like, sometimes I really like it, but most of the time I'm just like, no, just fucking stop it. I know, right? Get, see that... get the first one done, then play. Yeah, then you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this, is, this is me time, goddammit. Exactly. It's self-care almost. <laughs> That's right. You know what? Just, I'll do it myself. Sometimes that does happen. Oh, my God. That's, that is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, uh, favorite color to wear that you think that you look best in to attract people? Red. Yeah. Is that how you attract mates is bright red? Okay. How about the grossest interaction you've ever had? Um, okay. So that would be back when I was doing single dates with um, using Tinder and other apps like that. I met this one guy. I had fantastic first meeting with him. And then I got a random text from him asking if I would have unprotected sex with him. Dum, of course, dum, my dum. answer is no, uh, you no. fucking idiot. <laughs> dum, dum, dum. He's like, even even if we were in a long-term relationship, I'm like, I'm still non-monogamous. Of course not. I'm going to protect you and me by doing this. Yeah. And he got really shitty with me and unmatched me and all this other stuff. So, ew. <sighs> yeah, that's, that's a question. If somebody asked me that... And we, especially if we didn't have a long established relationship or anything at that point, I would just, that would be it because you never know then what they've done with other people. Exactly. To me, that's, that's too, too high of a risk. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And you never know what anyone's got. If you're not getting tested like every quarter or even every six months, you could have picked up anything if you're being more promiscuous than normal people. Yeah. 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 Uh, Yeah. Completely. Yeah. So I just went for testing again this past week. Yeah. Yeah. Because you... Uh, Redford had his June 1st June 1st and all clear yep and so I went for mine this past week and it was interesting because I asked the doctor while I was there about the HPV vaccine because that was something that came out after like I when I was in what like college probably or so at least that's when we started hearing about it 2005 2006 yes yeah, so that I was think. well after college yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> And so I was too old to get the vaccine at that point. But I, you know, wanted to know if it the guidelines had changed at all or, you know, if that's if they're opening that up now for people of different ages to get it. And so I asked the doctor when I was there for my testing if it was possible for me to get the HPV vaccine or if it was worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And what she said was basically, no. I mean, she's like, <laughs> we can if you want, but it's not really going to do anything. Uh, she said that they give it to, to children now when they're like year six to seven. So kind of what's that age, 11, 12, somewhere in there. That seems so young. Well, they want to catch them before they have sexual intercourse. Yeah. Good point. So that's why they do it so Fair young. Enough. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so she said, you know, they basically give it to them very young. She's like, if you have had sexual intercourse, she's like, it's really not that protective anymore because it, it does protect against, like, the two most common strains that cause cervical cancer and then a few other strains, but it doesn't protect against everything. And also, she's like, especially at this point in my life, it's not like I've just started having sex. She's mm -hmm. like, you've probably had HPV at some point in your sexual life you just have cleared it and you don't know it because most of the time it's asymptomatic. Uh, she said most HPV infections are cleared within two years. Mm -hmm. uh, and so it's possible that I've had it and just didn't know if it doesn't, you know, cause Do any anything. problems yeah. or So whatever. HPV is the human papilloma... Papilloma. Papilloma virus? Yeah. Right. That's <laughs> the one that yeah. causes genital warts, is that right? Uh, it can. Yeah, and, and the risk is that, especially the two strains, they can cause uh, cervical cancer, but they can also cause different other kinds of cancers like vulva, vagina, penis, anus, mouth, throat. So. Yeah, those are my favorite parts. I know. <laughs> <laughs> those are all the good bits. Yes, and that's why you have to get tested and, uh, and have regular pap smears. With does HPV mm -hmm. show up for men? Um. Men can carry, but they're usually asymptomatic, so you can yeah. pass on to a partner without actually knowing that you have it. Yeah. But a lot of people do Sorry, have it. It's just, I would say a lot of people do have it. They're just asymptomatic, mm. and I don't have the stats on numbers for that. But <laughs> A yeah. bit like um, cold sores, except cold sores stay forever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, it was interesting. So, because I, I thought, you know, well, maybe it would be worth it to, to get vaccinated for it. But obviously, at this point in life, she was just like, no, it's not worth it. We'll just do the, you know, just do the pap smears and screenings, and that's it. Mm -hmm. So, it's like, all right, cool. Easy. I can do that. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, you, you were at the doctor, though, for, um, I always want to say IED. <laughs> we're not that. exploding things down there <laughs> I mean sometimes well, but not <laughs> periodically <laughs> oh, you know dude. you know it's bad it's, you know it's bad when you go down on something and you come back and it's like it's a war zone down there no IUD IUD yes yeah so I was I, I'm due for my IUD to be replaced because I've had mm -hmm. two uh, in the past and so I'm going to now get this one taken out and another one put in. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because it's it's been five years since mm -hmm. I've had the IUD put in. And even though I've had two, there's a lot of little things that I kind of forgot. So it was, you know, good to go. And she was like, well, I'm sure you've heard this before. I'm like, no, 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 repeat it because I've probably forgotten. <laughs> I sleep and drink a lot. <laughs> But it was because uh, I tried the pill before, and so that's she, part of what she was asking is, you know, the IUD. What did you have it because of? You wanted the long-term efficacy of birth control, not having to think about it, do the daily pill thing, or you know, was it for bleeding issues, etc. So we went through that history of when and why I started, and blah blah blah. But then she was like, you know, keep in mind that when you have this replaced, that you have to use condoms for seven days before. And seven days after. Were we watching the ring? And nothing inserted for forty-eight hours. How are you before. gonna survive? Um, well, there there can be external stimulation, mm -hmm. just not internal. Womanizer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fair mm -hmm. enough. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, but the you're condoms, gonna squirt that thing out. 
What? You'll go start, start squirting and then it's the, the, it doesn't, no, no. Then the IED is going to come out <laughs> and our bed will be destroyed. For someone yeah. who has a lot of sex, you really don't know much about anatomy, do you? It's what no. me. Your no. scientificing is going scarily. <laughs> you need to see how the IED fits in because it's not going to come squirting out. No, I know. But is it part of the reason they, they don't want you to have sex is so that you're, you don't... No, so the reason... It doesn't dislodge they, or, or poke through... No, so the reason for the condoms for the seven days before and after is... And by the way, I know the squirting comes out of a different hole. Oh, thank God for that. (laughs) But yeah, the condoms for seven days before and after is because uh, if for some reason it were to fail or as they're taking it in and out, the sperm can live for seven days. Exactly. Uh. And so they want to make sure that there's no risk of pregnancy while they're doing that. Yeah, fair Um, Because especially if for some reason they pull it out and can't necessarily get one back in, like if the cervix is hardened up and tightened up and they they can't, they have issues. Or there's inflammation and things. Which is also part of the reason for not having anything inserted for 48 hours before is they don't want, uh, because it will, there's any time you're doing that, like putting something in and out like that, like the IUD, there's an increased risk for infection because Mm -hmm. you are disturbing the cells in that initial, that top layer of membrane. And so you want that to be as intact as possible going into it Mm -hmm. to minimize any kind of risk of infection. Yeah. Interesting. I like it because it looks like a little van. IED, these little arms are hanging out. <laughs> I thought it looks like a little anchor. <laughs> it does look like a little anchor. That's awesome. Yeah. So we pick it up from the from the chemist, and it's in this. That enormous it's in a box. stupidly big box. I'm like, why is this box the size of my arm? And and you know, and you the know chemist, why? of course, the patriarchy. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> looks at the chemist, and you know, she's familiar with it because she's had it. And the chemist yeah. is like, okay. All of this doesn't go in you. <laughs> <laughs> she said that some women will pick it up and think that, oh my God, there's something inside of this box that is that long that's going to go yeah, inside. It's a limb replacement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, you know, you say that I've seen it before, but I've only seen it at the doctor's office because in the States, you don't get it from a chemist yeah. and take yeah. it with you. They have it at the doctor's office. We were going to try to just do it so, at home. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how hard can it be? It's actually got the applicator that the doctor uses in yeah. part of it. and It's all sterile and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, that's why it's so enormous. I'm joking, by the way. I'm not going to try to do it at home. No, it specifically tells you not to on the box. <laughs> well, <it tells> <laughs> Which I thought was kind of funny. And, and really sad that you have to have that kind of warning on the outside of the box. Do not I'm not try to really that surprised. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm supposed to just swallow this, right? <laughs> yeah, that's how, totally how it gets down yeah. there. Well, that's how you get pregnant, right? By swallowing the semen? That's right, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yar. That's what I was always told. I mean. <laughs> that's great. <sighs> Oh yeah, so that's going to be fun. We'll uh, we'll talk more about that when that happens. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, and, Don't you want to be a fly on the wall for that one? Not particularly. <laughs> no. Not unless Bradford's mm-hmm. attempting it. That would be hilarious. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sciencing. I'm sciencing. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a guy no, that would not but I'll definitely have a look. Here's my wallet. You're going to want to bite down on this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that, that would not be hilarious. No, that no. would be bad. I'm, I'm not a doctor nor a scientician. No. Yeah. yeah. But it will be good. It'll be interesting to see uh, what happens with this this IUD because you know my my oh, I'm yeah. gonna say symptoms or my reaction to it has changed a little bit each time. So I'm kind of <gasps> curious to see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So she went from B cups to mm-hmm. C cups, and when we started dating, she had C cups, which were nice, tight little breasts. Mm-hmm. I mean, little. They were breasts, you know. And then she got a new I- IUD while we were dating, and suddenly they went to D double D cups and I was like whoa and so now it's like you know the only way is up we're rolling we're rolling the dice here to see if we're gonna spend another ten thousand dollars in bras I was gonna say I've 
even though it sounds good, it, yeah. it's actually kind of a pain because bras are really expensive, and I have a decent collection at yeah. this point. Yeah. So I really don't want to have to, and some of them I'm just barely fitting in because I've had them from before that mm. I'm like, ones that I only wear every now and again or to like glow party, and I'm like, well, you know, I'm spilling out a little bit, but it's not terrible, yeah. Yeah. but anymore, and it's going to be unwearable, so I... Even though it sounds like a really good thing, I kind of hope that things just stay where they are. I mean, I like them where so, they are, but yeah. I will like them if they grow as well. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Lola Lady agrees. Yeah. You're on my side, right? For once. I'm sorry. I was I was looking at the area. <laughs> <laughs> you were looking at the areola? <laughs> Not quite. Maybe all right, all right. Later. So if they do grow, we're going to have to start a GoFundMe to replace all my bras. Oh, my God. That'd be great. Yes. <laughs> oh, can I, can I make a suggestion there? Oh, sheer. That would work. Yeah. Yeah. Woof. <laughs> do a GoFundMe. Buy the buy GoFundMe. Angela needs new bras because her breasts keep growing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's let's just hope that things kind of stay where they are. Status quo. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so your to, to to change the subject again. Um, you're allergic to latex, right? Correct. Like so, um, have you had accidents where somebody put uses a latex condom? Actually, but- yes, but not on me directly. So um, when GT and I were having a, a swingers date. After we got back from Passions with a lovely couple we met there, um, he was using latex with the uh, other lady, mm-hmm. and then she's gone and she's f- finished him off, and then got I want to suck on your dick, and then she's grabbed me over to do it as well, uh-huh. and he hadn't rinsed off between, oh. and like any allergy, I started to feel the dryness in my mouth, my lips started to tingle, and they started to swell, and I've just gone, oh holy shit. And raced into the bathroom and basically submerged my whole head in water. And Waterboarding. Yeah. <laughs> Hot. Yeah. Super exciting. Yeah. Well, that's a kinky kind of date. That's a kinky kind of date. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. So even just the bit of residue left over afterwards. Because yeah. he'd, yeah. he'd used an after dark intimate, intimate wipe, but he hadn't washed. Right. Oh. So there, he, there must have been a spot where he didn't get it. Or, yeah. 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 And I didn't even think of it because we took our own with us. And usually when we're playing with a couple, we're pretty good about it um, and very strict about it. But they must have just been another uh, box out and he's grabbed the closest one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dum, dum, dum. Yeah. So the <laughs> the policing of the used products or the, the products we're using. I was going to say, <laughs> <laughs> you, might, you might want to rephrase that. <laughs> Well, it's both. So um, the policing of what we take and what we use has uh-huh. gotten a little bit stricter, but also anything that's used that might be latex, I have to stay the hell away from. So mm-hmm. the policing of the brass, as you would say, is very careful as well. That's thrown in the bin immediately, mm-hmm. which you should do anyway. But yeah. Yeah, don't flush them. Yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. leave them on the floor either, yeah, or no. in the bed, or next to you, or whatever. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have heard the horror stories of people getting into hotels and they get in bed and there's a oh. used condom at the bottom of the oh. bed. <laughs> oh, someone posted a picture on um, one of the frequent flyer pages recently of a pair of used knickers that were in a hallway outside a bedroom as he was checking, like going up to his room yeah. or out the front. That's awesome. awesome. I mean, why not? Classy. Is, is that a sign for like, come to this room, you're going to have a good time? Yeah. I have no idea because it was his room he was going into. Yeah. <laughs> I had a colleague who was uh, traveling and he got into bed, slept there first night, and the next night he found dirty underwear in his... 
Oh, so he already spent the night with it once. <laughs> I'd be like, get me some dental and some ammonia. <laughs> That's it. We're going to burn this room to the ground. I, it was it was such a funny story when he told it because he was like, they were really cute too. <laughs> <laughs> did, did he take him home to his wife? Oh did he have God, a wife? <laughs> that would be hilarious. Oh, what if you just um, had all your shit on the bed and you didn't realize oh my it God, there and you just... just Scooped it up uh-huh. to be put in the bag for washing. Oh, oh my god. god. That would be so bad. Because, yeah. Yeah. If GT ever did that and I saw them be prior to us moving yeah. into lifestyle, I'd be like, who the fuck are these from? Like, he probably would have come back and said, I was wearing them and I would have believed that. But <laughs> They're mine. Stop being a judgmental bitch. <laughs> I like them because they make me feel pretty. That does sound like him, actually. <laughs> That would be, that would make me happy, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Scottish. Uh, any, any final thoughts, Lolo lady, advice, words of wisdom, sage, sage, Yoda-esque uh, rantings that you would like to purvey? Uh, if she gives us some Yoda-esque things, are we going to get a Yoda beatboxing? No. Oh, thank Aww. God. <laughs> not, not, not today. Okay. I'm still suffering from... Man flu. That's true. I don't know that you could do it without coughing your lung up. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> Either that or bursting in your drum or something. <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> um, I don't know. Get tested. Use protection. <laughs> that's about it. Don't be a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably a line I'd use. <laughs> that's going to be on your t-shirt. Get tested. Use protection. Don't be a cunt. <laughs> Hashtag Lola Lady. I love it. Yeah. Yes, I believe yeah. I'd print right. some of those shirts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I love it. Um, so as a quick side note, uh, we uh, just this morning used for the first time the Yes OB Lube. Yes, we did. Uh, oh, is it good? The oil-based the one. The oil-based mm-hmm. one. Uh, it, was, it is good. I actually quite like it. It, it, it lasts just long enough. Again, don't use them with condoms because it's oil based, mm-hmm. but it lasts just long enough. Uh, and then, but it didn't like stick around forever. Oh. My only issue with it, and I know it's not its fault, it was the um, the environment. Is it? It took me a minute to. I had to warm it up in my hands because it had. Oh, uh, because they somewhat solidified because yeah, of the properties of the oil. Exactly, and yeah. so I, I squirted some into my hand, and I was like. Ugh, this is chunky, but we're not used to using. This is the first time we've ever used oil-based lube. Ever. Yeah, actually, it is. Uh, so I was just not used to that. My guess is, but you think most about like oil, coconut oil, and, and that's things. exactly yeah. what I thought. Yeah. And so I was like, "Oh, this is weird." And then as I heated it up, it melted out and it smoothed yeah. out. It was really nice. And it felt like a gel. Uh, it's, so, or it's thicker. It honestly feels to me similar to coconut oil. Yeah. Okay. It's, maybe I mean, it's pretty it thick. It, I actually really like it. And it didn't take much at all. No, it yeah. was just a wee bit, and it smells really good as well. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, so first first experience with it was very positive. Yeah. Um, looking forward to using it a little more. Yeah. We'll have a little bit of a dirty weekend this weekend and Key-hee. play with it some more. Yeah. And play with the yes butt as yeah. well. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. What's that face? Sidebar question. Sure. Would you use that if you were prone to um, UTIs? Mm, if it's oil based, I would say probably not. Yeah, I would agree with that as well. I That's don't a really good question. Know. We'd have to look yeah. that up. But my guess would be no, just because of whatever the oil properties are could potentially irritate. irritate. Mm. 
I don't know. That's a good question. Um, we'll have to get in contact with them and ask, and also just do some research and see. There's yeah. a lot of uh, information in here, and it's really small print, and I'm feeling really old because I can't read it. All right. So stay tuned. We'll find out. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, so that's... Uh, that's our show for the day. Uh, we're going to be a little short today, I think. Yeah. Uh, we right. do want to um, tell everyone about our Desire trip. Yeah. That's right, because we'll be at uh, Desire here in uh, It's coming up soon. October, November. Five months. Less than five months now. Yes. It's like 120-something days, I think. Yeah. I mean, but who's counting? It's exciting. Me, I'm counting. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. Uh, but, yeah, take a listen here to uh, Cooper and company. Life on the Swing Set is heading to paradise for the seventh time, and once again, we're taking over Desire Resort, Riviera Maya, in Cancun, Mexico. With this year's hosts, me, Cooper, Ginger, Dylan, JV and Shara from Ending the Sexual Dark Age, and author, podcaster, and feminist porn filmmaker, Tristan Taramino, our takeover allows us to mold the resort in our geeky, sexy, and inclusive image with orgies, classes about pegging, flogging, and fisting, theme nights, a full dungeon night, naked karaoke, mutual masturbation, and massages. From November 3rd through the 10th, 2018, this beautiful, all-inclusive resort will be full of sexy swing setters from every letter in the LGBTQA spectrum. Holly, swingers, nudists, kinksters, doms, subs, and those who are just curious about what a week at a sexy resort offers. We take all the best of the swing set our values, our experience, our co-hosts, our community, and we bring it all together with the best resort staff on earth to create a queer, kink, and poly-friendly, consent-aware, and sexy-as-hell experience for everyone who joins us. To come with us on our Swing Set Takes Desire 2018 trip and hear us podcast about our previous trips, head over to ssdesire.com. We'll be there to welcome you home. And we're back. Awesome. Yeah, it's going to be so much yes. fun. I cannot wait. I'm excited. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Uh, and, of course, uh, you'll be able to find uh, Lolo Lady and GT at uh, Passion in Paradise with us mm -hmm. this year. Once again, we're sharing a, a wall. So <laughs> we'll hear the, the banging against the wall. Weren't they Bessa blocks? Whatever. <laughs> and we can share afternoon orgies. Afternoon yeah. orgies, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's going to be yeah. great. And we've got two classes that we'll be doing. Mm -hmm. So that'll be fun. With it's the be, Sex yeah. and the City classes. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah. It's going to be kind of amazing. Mm -hmm. and, and I mean, I'm not going to give a spoiler alert, but spoiler alert. Big Nuru party. That's right. Yes. Oh, dear God. <laughs> yes. Um, which will very likely just turn into a bunch of adults slip and sliding. Oh, I can guarantee it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If I have anything to do with yeah, it, definitely. So we're not, it's not going to be sexy. It's just going to be us on a big slip and slide. It's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Hopefully it'll start sexy, but it'll devolve quickly, I'm sure. Well, I mean, Lawrence is going to be there, so. That's true. <laughs> we all know what's going to happen. Lawrence will be like, uh, can we just slip and slide? Like this blushing party? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we go straight from sexy to food fight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that'll be fun. Uh, Lolo Lady, what's your Twitter handle? At L0, L0, L-A-D-Y. At Lolo Lady with zeros instead of O-O-O's. <laughs> What? That's how I'm. That's how I, pr I prompt you. Uh, yeah. So uh, follow Lola Lady. She's uh, actually quite funny, um, and yeah, she posts some good shit. And uh, yeah, so uh, find us 
at By the By Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and the Facebooks. Uh, email us, theatomsoflove at gmail.com. And find us on the, the website, www.bythebye.com.au. Yeah. Yeah, so, we'll talk to you next week. Yeah, talk to you next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.